Hello and welcome to. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mara's saying hi, everyone. Very high pitched. Gonna lose my hearing. Well, that's not your breakfast. That's Molly's. Mara, 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 go find yours. Yeah, this is just the chaos that ensues when I try and do anything. We just got back from a um, rather rainy walk. Uh, Molly kind of flatly refuses to walk in the rain. And she went out, did the world's tiniest wee, and then was like, yeah, I'll I'll just go home now. So then I had to bring her home, take Mara back out, because Mara needed to do a number two. Molly hasn't done a number two. She's on number two strike, apparently, because of the rain. And it's been an interesting morning, and now Mara is crunching on her breakfast. So this episode, I wanted to talk about leads, or leashes, as some call them. I think Americans call them leashes. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I call them leads, whatever you call it. The bit of stringy fabric that you attach your dog to to make sure they don't bolt while you take them out into public spaces. Some people don't use them at all. I'll come to that later. Um, (laughs) So for Molly and Mara, I use... I'm a bit rogue. I use usually an extendable and a long line, as in Molly will be on extendable and Mara will be on a long line. My logic behind this was that two long lines causes hell, extendables I I I tried to extendables for a certain amount of time but then and I did kind of get behind the whole locking unlocking for whoever was requiring that at the time but that being said it made it very difficult to disperse treats and when you're kind of constantly training your dogs you kind of need to have both hands free so well not both hands sorry when you're constantly training your dogs, you need to have at least one hand free to disperse some treats or have them in your hand ready to drop or something. So that's why that didn't work. So we do long line and extendable when I walk them on my own because then if Molly wants to go sniff something a couple of metres away while I pick up Mara's poop, she can do that. And no one, it make, it just, it make the whole thing less stressful. Obviously, it depends where I'm walking them. Usually I walk them on a nearby like green where it's really quiet and that can happen and we don't have any issues we very rarely run into other dogs head on and stuff like that so usually it's fine otherwise we just use two standard loops also i'm going to say now two long lines hell on earth did it a few times spent most of the time just being very stressed trying to untangle the two long lines so i'm never going to do that again but hey if it works for you and you're doing it well all credit to you to be honest Apologies, Molly is in the background now, licking herself. Thank you, Molly. That's that's lovely. Now, there are lots of different leads, and I didn't actually know for a while about all the different kinds of leads you could get. We actually only had an extendable when we first got Molly, which I feel like I'm going to be shamed for. She, she wasn't very good. She was fine on the lead. She definitely wasn't used to not being able to go as far as she wanted to, but coming from the foster home in Romania they're not they don't do on lead walks a lot they kind of do some practicing with them but obviously if they have like 20 plus dogs in their care they're not taking them out on the lead all the time they're usually just running around playing with other dogs that did affect how she was on the lead so we did have to put some time into it I won't lie we were really naive at the start we had one of those really thin Mara excuse me Mara sorry we interrupt this message because Mara has seen something out the window. It's a van, babe. Hey! Hey! Hey, it's alright! 
Yeah, I know. If you're getting out of there. Mara, come. What's this? Have I got a treat? Have I got a treat? Come on, then. Come on, come here. Come get a treat. Come on, then. I'm just getting out some very trusty new treats that I got from my local dog lifestyle shop, Margot's. And um, these are... Wizzies is what they're called, and they are vegan, smoky, chewy treat things. Molly, you can have one. You were nice and quiet. Mara, come! Come get your treat! Good girl, can you sit? Lay down? Much better. Good girl. Oh, gosh, it never ends. Right, so we actually started with one of those flexi leads that were very thin, almost... They're kind of like a shoelace that extends. And I'm not going to lie, it wasn't that expensive. We didn't know what we were doing. We knew we had a dog coming in, let's say, a week's time. And we went to Pets at Home. And that was the lead we got. Didn't really think much else. I liked the idea, obviously, that she could go and sniff. And I'd seen other dog owners with them. So in my head, it was a perfectly reasonable thing to get her as her lead. She did chew through it. I'm not going to lie. She chewed through, I think, two extendables, if not three. And then we decided to move her back to a kind of normal standard flat lead because we did we, we you know what we couldn't have the cost they, they those leads can be 10 to 20 pounds pop can't be affording a new one every every other month because she was chewing she was like nine months so she was definitely in like a, a big chewing phase she chewed through my pajamas she chewed through her leads she chewed through everything she, leads she did a lot of phone leads that was fun um to this day she's still slightly predisposed to having a chew of her lead. We have to put her lead on as the very last thing before we leave the house. Otherwise she will just stand there and chew on it. So <laughs> we don't buy expensive ones anymore, but we also don't use those thin flexi ones because someone, a friend pointed out to me, they can be quite lethal. If you did get into a tangle with another dog, obviously there could be damage. But that being said, I did not realize that there is a very big wave against flexi leads. I've seen people, you know, on Instagram and whatever, sharing videos or pictures and their dogs on a extendable lead and you get quite a lot of backlash saying that they're dangerous and and I think if you yes if you use it in the wrong place and you're not paying attention to what's happening around you they could be very dangerous for sure um I had someone who said that they were driving along once and one of those dogs started walking into the road and the owner was talking to someone and they nearly hit the dog because it could obviously it could go let's say five meters um on on this one lead so i can understand how they're dangerous that being said i feel like we need to give people the basic allowance of common sense i.e i would not let molly be chasing and do runarounds with another dog while she's on an extendable lead because that could that could hurt her it could hurt the other dog everyone could get into a tangle it could be very messy you just it's just something you just want to avoid it totally get that so we usually use a flat lead now anyway she does have her extendable if we're going somewhere where she can have a bit of a frolic especially because she can't go off lead then i actually think extendables are really useful especially i kind of put them in the same place with a long line as i said two long lines is kind of hell um mara uses a long line specifically for her training and also she does kind of like to explore we had a lot of confidence issues with her so we wanted her to be able to go explore like semi-freely obviously so she's still under our watch and our control and you know if we need to get her away from a situation we still can however it just meant that she could go and sniff when she wanted to because we had a huge issue where she didn't want to go on walks she was scared of the outside world i had months and months of walking up and down our street with treats this is what the trainer told me to do and when mara turned around to go home the walk was done 
So I spent the winter of 2022 walking up and down our road with bits of whatever treat I had at the time, bits of biscuits, bits of whatever. Um, and we just had to stand there and watch people walk past and feed her treats. And to be fair, actually, it has worked. And she now is usually quite excited for a walk. So if you are struggling with that, I have to say, put the, it takes a lot of patience. I was so bored and it didn't help that it was winter. So it wasn't really that pleasant for me to just be standing outside. But now she will go out for a walk. But we also have an issue with Mara where the long line we have for her has quite a long clip at the end. So your hand doesn't need to get too near her neck. And because she's had touch aversion, having hands near her face and where she can't see your hand is something she really struggles with. So the long line's really one of the few leads we have where we can clip it on without having to go super close into her face. She gets a bit um, stressed about that. She's pouring me as I'm saying this there and I am stroking her. So she's not all bad, but leads and any tools we try and clip on for a walk have been issues in the past. She used to wear a harness, now she doesn't. Molly does wear a harness. It's a whole thing. Anyway. The leads that I don't really use, and I see a lot of people using are slip leads. We have one, but it's mainly to take Molly out at night time when she needs a wee. Because past 6pm, Molly's Molly doesn't want to walk. Molly wants to Molly wants to be asleep. But if we don't take her out for a walk, she will piss on our rug. That is just <laughs> That's what happens. She 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 is house trained, believe it or not. But she will just if she needs to go, and we haven't taken her out, um, she will just she will do it in the rug. This is the middle of the night in the day. Obviously, we're fine. So we have to take her out. She doesn't want to put a harness on. She doesn't want to go for a walk. So we just slip a slip lead on. We arch the front of the house, and she'll do a little do a little bit of business, and then we come back in. So that's the only reason we have one. I I know that they're used for training. We never used a slip lead for training. Actually, I don't think anyone I'm close to did because I was taught at um, the dog club I took Molly to that you you teach the loose lead walking by literally walking very slowly and dropping treats so they just kind of get used to the idea that if they're next to you, they're being rewarded, which I think makes sense. Obviously, with the slip lead, I'm sure you can use it with that as well and you can use a slip lead without it having the choke effect, but I don't see how... I wouldn't have liked, I think, personally, I wouldn't have liked to have my dog walk ahead of me and then be choked. I, I, I just... That's not something I wanted to inflict upon her. I'm not saying people want to inflict pain and that's why they use them, but I, I, I wouldn't actively put her in that situation, I think, personally. I think it's nicer that she could be on her normal flat lead and harness where I know that she's safe and secure. And if she does do a runner, you know, she, I've still got her. She tries to lunge or jump or whatever she's doing and she isn't at my side. I can do that. But that being said as well, Molly's legs are about two inches tall. So she she's not getting very far. Usually her, her natural pace of walking is about two steps behind my natural pace of walking. So I think it was just wasn't really an issue in the first place. But we also never used one with Mara. She doesn't actually like the slip lead. She doesn't like things going over her head. Just add it to the list of things Mara doesn't like. Yeah, I don't know. Slip leads are fine. I don't, I personally, I've seen a lot of dogs walk very nicely. Usually a Labrador. I feel like they're a very Labrador. A Labrador or a Spaniel, usually walking along beside someone on a slip lead. And I guess if your dog doesn't pull, it's just something you have to chuck over their head for like, just in case. Then, you know, good for you, I suppose. The one thing I really don't like are chain ones. The chain chokes. Oh my goodness. I did see someone with that in my local park and I got very upset. 
kind of not at them because you can't really go up to these people and say, why are you doing this? Even that's exactly what I want to do. Um, however, I just think there's something about the fact that it's like a cold chain as well. At least a slip lead is fabric. And, you know, when it's on their neck and it's loose, I can imagine that being not too dissimilar from just having a collar on. But yeah, those chain ones, I just, it looks, it looks like a medieval torture device. It makes me think of a medieval dungeon, I think. I'm sorry if you use one and you're listening to this, but it does make me think of that. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, each their own. I kind of have to say that because I have opinions, but I don't want to, you know, be too judgmental, even though I do judge quite a lot in my head. But it's fine. People probably judge me all the time. Molly, Molly doesn't stop barking and Mara is crazy. So, you know, what can you do? I mean, it's not a lead, but also there's prong collars, which I'm just going to name and shame right now. No. If you use a prong collar, I just can't. I can't. I, there are just, I just feel like there are other ways. And I feel like if, if other ways aren't working, then there's something else you need to probably address because I just, I, they just look, again, it looks like a medieval torture device. It looks like a medieval torture device. I try to avoid things for my dog that look like they were used for torturing peasants during the Tudor age. I feel, <laughs> I feel like, you know... I wouldn't, I just wouldn't, yeah. Metal and my fluffy dogs aren't two things I tend to combine, I think. That's how I look at it, personally. Unless it was like a suit of armour, because that would be really cool, but by the by. There has been this, actually this collar that I've seen people use, and they sell it in the local shop to me. I can't remember what it's called, I'm going to Google it right now, because it was like a, it was like a slippery, but not, here we go, a martingale dog lead. But so it's like a flat collar that works is similar to a slip lead. So if they pull, it tightens, but it doesn't choke them. I just thought it was genius. So usually you get them on like greyhounds. I see a lot of greyhounds and like maybe whippets with these kind of, they're quite thick, flat collars. So they do tighten if they pull, but not to the point where they're choked. Because one thing as well, Molly, we couldn't use slip leads anyway, not that I wanted to, or any kind of choking um, feature. Choking is a very nice word, so I'm kind of cringing as I say it, because Molly has a collapsed trachea. So that is the, I think I want to say the windpipe? I feel like I've got that wrong. My anatomy is not, I'm going to Google it, I'm going to Google it, I'm going to Google it. Here we go. So, oh, here there is the windpipe. According to Google, a tracheal, or a tracheal, tracheal, whatever. Collapse is a progressive disease of the trachea windpipe that causes chronic coughing. Hers isn't that bad. It can be quite kind of common in small breeds. So yeah, here it says Yorkshire Terriers, Pomeranians, Toy Poodles. We don't know what Molly is. She could be all three of those things. Um, but it's a small breed problem. Um, and obviously Molly isn't even a designer dog. She just is smaller. So it's just something that can happen so kind of sometimes if she's kind of overexerted herself or I've kind of noticed if she's doing a lot of sniffing it can happen um and she kind of she gets really wheezy the first time she did it I thought she was dying and I I did I well I said I nearly cried I did cry I full-on cried we were in bed in the middle of the night and it happened and I just was beside myself I thought she was about to die but she's fine she's still here she's with us she does it from time to time we have to pinch her nose and it makes her swallow and then that kind of re reflates reinflates the the, the windpipe but so if we we don't want to do anything that could cause that to happen obviously we don't want to make it worse we don't want to um 
aggravate. Um, so that is something to bear in mind as well if you are using any of these things. You'd know it if you heard Google it. YouTube it. It's going to be on YouTube. There'll be a dog doing it. That's something to consider. No, so we have we have a lot of the kind of three foot foot leads. I think they're the ones you tend to buy a, a weird amount of because they look nice and you kind of get sold this idea that you should have this very curated dog walking set. And I was definitely duped by that when I first started Instagram and started getting kind of dog marketing things targeted at me from the algorithm. A lot of, a lot of, oh, forest green lead with gold, you know, with all the gold kind of edgings, with a matching harness and collar, and, you know, even the little poo bag holder. And I was like, yes, this is me. This is me. I aspire to be this person. And maybe I'll get a matching coat. We'll all just, like, be a little matching, weird dog aesthetic family. They, and I, I would try, because it looked great. And it was nice. And you see other people doing it. And I think, God, that dog looks put together. What a, what a professional dog what a what a wonderful put together dog family that is um and i think that that lasted i would probably get the things and it would last maybe a week and i wouldn't necessarily buy i'm quite a cheapskate i don't like to spend my money so i, I tend to kind of find a cheaper alternative to whatever fancy I dog brand i got seen. a bonus from work so i decided to get molly a new harness and a new collar and a new lead and I think I got the lead and collar of Etsy I felt so bloody bougie it was like a kind of dusky dark pink velvet with gold you know a gold um, loop and a gold clip and it was oh gosh it was stunning Molly looked great and then she had a pink harness weirdly enough I don't actually like pink that much however I put her in pink I put my little fluffy dog all in pink because I decided to go a bit basic apparently although you know this was well this was before Barbie brought it back but by the by I bought that and I think it lasted like a summer she'd wear her her, her, her lovely little pink harness her pink collar and her pink lead but actually the lead wasn't that practical because it was velvet and like I said we tend to use like extendables or things that have a bit more roaming room for her so it didn't last that long I still, I still have the things, but then that collar also got a bit gross because it was fabric. Whereas she's wearing one now that's like that kind of biothane material, so if it gets dirty, it's not a problem. Well, Mara, you're in the way of the microphone, babe. Can but because of like so this, this, this pink velvet one is just an example of what I tried to do. The the Etsy set, it wasn't extreme money. It was more money than I wanted to pay for a lead and a collar. And then, it, ugh, you know, it's not that it didn't last long. It's just that it did get really gross because, you know, Molly rolls in fox poo. If your dog doesn't do that, then all credit to you. Go buy them the fanciest stuff on the planet. Molly, all Molly wants to do is jump in a muddy puddle, roll in some fox poo, eat some treats and go to sleep. So I don't think I can justify buying the fancy, bougie, beautiful gear that is available. That being said, there was a phase where I did think I should have all this stuff. So now we have a very strange collection of a lot of the three, four foot normal leads. I have a rope one. I have a very nice, very lightweight flat one I got in a sale from Zara. I have two, I have two actually very handy double clip end ones, which are great because you could do hands-free walking. I've got like a belt thing like a bum bag belt thing and you can clip it to that so actually those were worth the money if you see those and you think you might get one i would say they've been great i've even clipped both leads together so i can kind of walk them like it's a split lead if you do walk two dogs on an actual split lead by the way well done 
don't know how you've managed that. It, we tried it a few times. It just didn't work. They just don't want to sniff everything together. They want to go, one wants to go left, one wants to go right, one wants to go up, one wants to go down. It just doesn't work. But we will like, whatever lead, but whatever lead we're using as well, we will keep Molly Mara on lead most of the time. Just because it's safer for them. We know that Mara gets upset by other dogs and people. There was a phase where she would, she would try and um, jump up to bite people. You know, who would just go about their day? They weren't even necessarily saying hello to her. But because so many people had tried to say hello to her and she got freaked out and didn't like it, she started that behaviour. So that was a fun time. So now we just we just keep Mara on the lead because you never know. She hasn't done it in a very long time. We've come a very long way. But I think you just never know when she might just decide that she doesn't like someone and want to um, want to buy them. So, so she stays with us on lead and Molly does the same. And we kind of play it by ear with where we're going. There are some fields nearby that are usually quite empty so if we're there and it is empty we'll give them some off lead runaround time but in general they stay on lead especially because we know where we live there are other dogs and a lot of people so it's just it's just natural for us i am always amazed by people who do not even have a lead on them and don't need one because their dog's by their side and isn't even leaving them i think that's amazing and i can totally understand why why you don't have a lead because they're just that if you trust them literally 110 percent and you can even look at them and see they're not going anywhere they're staying there i can understand that There's, especially you know people near us might like walk their little old jack russell who's constantly by their side to the corner shop and then the jack russell sits outside the corner shop like some witchcraft has been happening and just sits there and ignores everyone and waits for them to come out it's absolutely amazing i've been seeing a lot more people without their dog on a lead because they don't want to put their dog on the lead they want to they want their dog to learn to be near them and i do understand that but i think you know you're gonna have to baby step that i feel like doing that in a town center where there are a lot of dogs not all the dogs necessarily want your off lead dog to come over and say hello and your dog hasn't learned that yet i'm just gonna say i don't i as a reactive dog owner i don't appreciate it <laughs> I can only do what I can do. I keep my dog on a lead. I know that when Molly and Mara are with me on lead, they're safe. I do my best as well to avoid anything that I think could upset them, um, anything that could upset Mara. We just kind of, it's like a classic thing. There's a picture of like, I'm walking my dog and there's a line down a street showing what route you've got. And then Mara, I know I'm talking about you. Um, and then me walking my reactive dog and you're doing like a zigzag down the street because you're just avoiding a lot of things. And that's fine. It's just our existence now yes you can have another treat come here yes okay we can all have a treat oh my goodness okay yes wait 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 stop climbing on me there was actually an incident we had oh god maybe a year ago now so mara's reactivity was still quite bad and also on our street i don't know if anyone else has this we leave our house and if there are dogs on our street as we leave walking past the house on the other side of the road or something neither of them like it um and i can kind of understand we've literally just come out the house there's a dog there Mara's not that keen, so she'll start barking. Even if Molly doesn't really know what's going on, she'll start barking because that's what she does. So, I, you know, to an extent, I can understand it. And we're usually on kind of... We always have, like, a peek out the door before we leave just to make sure, you know, if we, can, if we can wait five seconds and avoid that trigger, we will wait five seconds and avoid that trigger. But one day, we left the house and there were some people on the other side of the road, but I'd kind of already pre pre-got the treats out um you know kind of you know happily distracting them keeping them nice and calm keeping them quiet that was good timing Mara keeping them quiet and out of nowhere a tiny 
um, miniature Excel bully. Is that what they're called? The really tiny ones. I am Googling it again because I have the memory of a goldfish mini Excel bully. Pocket bully. So little, and it was gorgeous. It was so small and cute. And I mean, maybe how ethical it is is by the by, but you know, very, very cute little puppy, clearly very happy, very sweet. But it ran up to Molly Mara because it was off lead. So it crossed the road off lead a puppy away from the owner to come over to Molly and Mara who then obviously started barking and who are currently playing right next to me can I finish this before you start all this please thank you but this dog started this dog wanted to come over and say hello Molly and Mara started barking then Mara was like oh my god get it away from me what is it go away you know even though it was a puppy it was bigger than Mara because Mara was quite small oh god and, and all hell broke please and this guy Bless him. You know, I don't want to... I'm not trying to, like, say, oh, he did it wrong, it was bad. I think it's just a situation where the dog could have been on lead. He was trying to call it back, call it back. And I get that you need to... You know, and I was happy to give him the time to do that. It was his way of teaching his puppy. And it was, there was nothing wrong with the dog. It wasn't doing anything bad. It's just, obviously, that could have been a dangerous situation. Trying to call it back, trying to call it back. It didn't come back. Then trying to call it away. Went... Came over to us. So it did take, like, a good minute or two for him to then come over to try and get the dog we couldn't go past the dog because the puppy kept you know innocently trying to trying to interact and play oh god and then so we were trying to distract molly and mara with treats and then he was trying to get it away and there was a point where i just thought put it on a lead just put it on a lead even if you take it off lead when you're back over there i don't mind but put it on a lead and i it didn't i could be wrong it didn't look like he had a lead on him he he was just in like you know jeans and a and a hoodie and stuff and you know they could have been maybe he had a pocket i don't know it looked like there wasn't one and again it's not it's not a case of you're doing this wrong i'm not trying to say that person did that thing wrong that's what you shouldn't have done but there was just a point where i was like okay i, I do know that he all right i'm trying to tell a story it was one of those situations where i just thought okay you're training a your dog to be a fleet i'm pretty sure we'd seen him and the puppy before and yeah he's trying to get the puppy to kind of do that i think a lot of people do it with like um pit bulls and staffies and stuff and they kind of just like follow them like waddle waddle along behind them because they're very like loyal dogs and i'm not i'm not against that i'm not against you training your dog to do that at all but it was a puppy and i just thought gosh if this was a busy road or not i mean it things cars do come up our road and i just thought god that could have gone really wrong it did make me think like maybe just even or even just have a lead if you're trying to teach your dog to do that maybe just have a lead in case i don't know would love to know opinions. Would also love to know if anyone else has any off-lead dog stories. I mean, the standard is, you know, very excitable dog running up to you um, with no recall. Recalls are a whole other can of fish, can of worms, can of something, can of dog treats, let's say. I actually did a poll on my on my Molly and Mara Instagram account because yes, I have an Instagram account for my dogs. Who do you think I am? I have a podcast for my dogs. Of course I have an Instagram. And I was wondering, oh, I don't know if I can see the results. Gosh, you know what? I'm like a nan. I'm like a nan with technology. Where is it? Oh, here we go. I did put a thing up because I wanted to know what kind of leads people use of the little community, little dog reactivity and a broad rescue community. So actually, most people have long lines or not. I said normal boring lead. Right, I didn't mean that. They're not boring, just like... I didn't know the word for them. Is it just standard? 
full foot, whatever it is. Alright, what's wrong? One person had a slip. Only one! And like 25 people voted. That's interesting. And then a couple people had examples. So, okay, so there we go. So the top... Mara, what do you think the top one is? Long line or normal boring? What do you think? Oh, well, I'll tell you something then, Mara. It, um... Oh! You think, you think that one? Yeah, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. It's actually normal and long line a drawing. And then it's extendable and then slip. Doesn't really surprise me, actually. Oh. Oh. All right. You disagree with the poll? We'll do another one. Thanks for listening. If you want to talk about reactivity or follow Amara's reactivity journey and watch videos of Molly being an idiot, you can follow us on Instagram. They are at molly underscore and underscore mara and then my account is at cora olivia alice i will also put it in the description but yeah just a place where we can chat about reactive dogs mara is making a very strange noise in the background is that is that it do you want me to stop now yeah okay i think mara wants me to stop all right see you next time